on this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show. We'll find out how Harley and Ivy are dealing with their different jobs on Harley Quinn, if our theories about Jughead being the writer of Riverdale are true, and if Spider-Man can beat the Lizard and X-Tez on the first episode of Spider-Man the Animated Series. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host for this episode. Maybe, possibly. I might need to call in some help. Um, I do need to call in some help. Ryan, come in here. Ryan, help me. My God, I'm so glad that I am back. Um, I don't know if I've been gone. I know the last couple of episodes have been trash. I think that I was on those episodes, but I'm glad that I'm here now to save it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's which is a crazy responsibility to have been partly responsible for the shittiness of the past, but purely <laughs> responsible for the greatness of the future. You got too deep for me there. You lost me. I was going to say something and then it got almost too metaphorical and I blinked out like I did in high, all throughout high school. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cassie. Let me uh, maybe bring it down to your level, to your language. Please, please do. Comic book. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I you know sometimes you got to remember is it a book is it a pamphlet um is it a zine um there's a when lot he's of in the water does zine? he get wet zine is bro it zine or zine ah, it's zine. That's, I, I kept my mouth shut for so long but zine is what broke me Cassie has so many subscriptions to magazines <laughs> also Ian you you were just listing a few examples of media that you were familiar with leave that one out yeah. if you don't know how it's pronounced she's like this one's the most <laughs> Most similar, but I can't say it. <laughs> I was just trying to think of things that were small. And you know when you feel confident in a moment and you've never said a word before? Um, so here we Have are. Have you ever said any word before? I'm like, that's <laughs> no. Caitlin, by the way. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and everyone knows I never have said a single word in my life. Look, look imagine, imagine this is a listener's first <laughs> Damn, episode. I've never seen Mike the Seated. <laughs> I would be so confused because I have been a panelist for almost 500 episodes, and the way you stumbled through that was perfectly. It, you formed a new sentence that I don't know what we cover anymore. I think it's comics based on books and animated shows. Is that absolutely? What you said? I mean, truly, we are covering more animated shows right now than live action. Listen, it's never too late to do a quadruple rebranding at this point. Um, let's let's restart the show. This is now episode one. Um, the we- superhero tune tune. Superhero tune tune. Cartoons, or as Cassie calls them, cartines. <laughs> oh, everyone is so funny here. Hey, when you're at the grocery store, can you get me like two cartines of Marlboro Reds? <laughs> Hey, real talk though, is there any words you guys say fucked up? Um, no. Because there's a lot that I do. <laughs> I have a list in my phone that says words I learned by reading, and so I don't know how to pronounce them. And it is like I, 30 or 40 words. I uh, will often not, I will forget about the L in that word that's like a coyote, but Woof. bigger. Yeah, I've, 
I sound like a dog talking when I say that word. <laughs> yeah. We are both wolves, so. Well, yeah. We're woofers. <laughs> We're woofers. <laughs> the subwoofer, really. Well, Caitlin's a subwoofer. Ryan's kind of a dom woofer. <laughs> dom woofer, attorney of law. <laughs> you are making Caitlin physically he ill. Saved it. <laughs> <laughs> saved it. Um, well, guys, I know I've already pretty much covered everything this show's about. Again, comic comma books um to, to speak to what you were saying <laughs> earlier mike that's the reason we do that little intro where cassie like announces the topics right away at oh. the beginning. that way people could be like oh i will sit through the imminent <laughs> bullshit just to get to those topics well eventually should we say be like we will talk about this and be like dot 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 but first we have to learn how to talk <laughs> first this is it we need to learn to talk or the one that has been designated the host for reasons that are unknown oh. I was almost so proud of you, Cassie. I thought you were going to say, is it that we have to learn how to talk, or do they need to learn how to sit up? Sit up? Fuck. Shut up. Listen. <laughs> Can we all say we're, some of us are in varied stages of COVID brain right now? Yeah. All right, Caitlin, I guess it's just me and you. <laughs> yeah. There is at wolf, least wolf, wolf. two brain cells on this whole <laughs> podcast right now. I've never been in that category before, so thank you for giving me this opportunity. You guys both burned out before Caitlin did. I know. I, I'm very embarrassed that I burned out trying to correct her. That sucks. <laughs> no, you were trying to back me up here, so I'll take it. Burned out, backed up. It's like Fast and Furious up in here. Burp, burp. Um, we're not talking about Fast and Furious, though. We will be talking about Riverdale, My Adventures with Superman, Heartstopper. We're also going to be um, covering the first episode of Spider-Man, the animated series. But before we get to all of that, our main event, which is going to be Harley Quinn. This week on Harley Quinn, Nightwing is dead, which leads the Bat family to separate for their own protection. Meanwhile, Ivy has to get a hold of her rogue PR team, the Jonathans. Meanwhile, Joker might want to return to evil? Taste Buds, I ask you this. Who do we think is a better dad? Gordon or Joker? Ooh. <laughs> it's Joker. <laughs> uh, the answer was not listed. It's King, King Shark. Shark? Oh. <laughs> well, he is learning from Gordon, so I don't know how great that is. <laughs> yeah, He is just kind of bringing all of his children to work, throwing them in a pond, and then letting a drunk take care of them. So Everything that you need to take care of children <laughs> can be found at the workplace. King Shark is letting off so much parental uh, tips on, in this episode. Like, um, not only does Jim Gordon give him the opportunity to take a shit by himself for the first time in weeks, but also <laughs> when a different babysitter comes, he says, I'm going to go force out another shit. Like, that's what you have to do. you got to pick your moments. Also, he did try to, like, find actual babysitters at the Legion of Doom. Like, I feel like that's True. more than Gordon would have done. And I, also, I think that he's responding to his baby's needs. It's not the authoritarian style. It's mm. the authoritative style. And I think that's good. Uh, Jim Gordon, however, uh, when his 25-year-old daughter was sad, he <laughs> dunked his finger in alcohol and rubbed it in her mouth. Because she <laughs> thought she was right into her mouth. Oh, that was, oh, that was gross. So I'm not picking Jim Gordon here. <laughs> but uh, I, I have heard, Ryan, that it's okay for dads to do it. To drink out of the flask? It's, it's allowed for dads to do it. It's allowed yeah. for dads, yeah. It's Everything's good. good for the dads. You know like how we used to say everything, it's fine for the boys? Mm -hmm. Now it's just fine for the dads. The boys have become the dads. As far as Joker goes, he only gets... Was it this episode where he reveals to his family? 
that yeah. he's yes. going to it's he's going to go back to evil. Which I want to point out, like a very specific thing: it's not returning to commit crimes because sometimes life doesn't give you the option you have to commit crimes. It's specifically re becoming evil, just right. doing evil, evil, just going out and being evil, and. The way that this family comes together and stands up and laughs, like that's a that's a big moment for that family. Like, the mom is against it until she realizes there's somebody she doesn't like at work. <laughs> and then she's like, nope. It wasn't even that devious. It was straight up just like a, like a cash register doesn't tell me to have a good day. Yeah. Like, I want them fucking dead now. <laughs> I can tell you who has the best family and it's the Joker. How instantly they were like, yes, I have a list for you. Let's go. Although you got to wonder, is did the Joker create that, or was that just part of the system? Were they always evil, just waiting for mm. the moment to, for it to break through? A nature nurture scenario. A nature nurture <laughs> scenario. You're classic. Um, other than that, we do have Harley um, trying to. She's in this weird middle ground of, um, like, try like her. You guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this whole thing she's been trying to balance like her relationship with heart with uh, Ivy and her trying to be good, and then or also- like specifically bat good, right? Like, right. It's not part of the Justice League or the Superman family. Like she really, I think that this episode and the last one really hit home that like she needs a crew to like right. travel with, and you know at one point I think she names you're the King Shark, you're the uh-huh. Clayface, yeah. you're the, and so like it points out that. Harley just needs a place to fit in. It doesn't matter if that's committing crimes or fighting crime. But it'll help if she's allowed to bash some faces in. But now they're all blaming her and avoiding her because Nightwing is dead. Yeah. Well, and Nightwing, before he even died, said that we're the Bat family. You're just Harley. So he he didn't accept her anyways. And what is this from the Bat family? Like, Is this just classic like brothers and sisters disincluding cousins? You know, like, you can't hang out with us? Is this just, you can't sit at our lunch table, table kind of bullshit? I mean, yes. they are all, like, broody buttholes. So, like, <laughs> I yeah, I feel like you have to earn your way into the Bat Gang. And Babs, who stuck up for her and, like, talked them into, like, feels like they dropped that threat of her being, like, on Harley's side. Oh, yeah. Well, well the Nightwing death kind of crushed her. And I actually do think, uh, unlike comic books, that this is based on. Otherwise, we wouldn't be covering it. Nightwing's dead, dead. Like, that fine-ass fucker is not coming back. Which is so <laughs> sad to me, but I hope they resurrect him in some sort of, like, weird fucked up way. Is um, it sad to you because you're a butt girl? Yeah. Yeah. How'd yes. you like that coffin, pervert? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Because it, okay, the way that they had it, I was like, tits? And then it's like, oh, no, he's <laughs> he's face down. Yeah. Ass up. <laughs> they buried him face down. <laughs> That's the way he likes to die. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was very good. Um, and then, you know, like we talked about all third season, I want to say, where I was like, this is the end of Ivy and Harley. And you guys were mm-hmm. like, no, this is just classic couple drama. They go through shit. I'm not going to go out on a limb again, but I feel like we're pushing them even further this season than we are last season. It, Yeah, because it does seem like in the past, Harley's been the one who doesn't know what boundaries are. And there's been some like, no, no, just tell me who did it. But like, 
Ivy does not give a shit that one of Harley's people is dead. Oh, and Ivy, is clearly on her own selfish journey. Ivy clearly sums up what the problem is with their two different jobs. Because it's not like one's a mailman and the other works in an office. Right. Right. Uh, Harley's like, did you? are you glad that Nightwing is dead or did you kill him? And she was like, no, I didn't kill him. But you got to understand from my point of view, it'd be pretty fucking sweet if he died. <laughs> and there you go. Like, that's that's the long and short of it. The party at the Legion of Doom that Harley walks into, cel- none of them did it, but celebrating the Nightwing yeah. is dead was uh, perfectly disgusting. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, because I'm not as caught up on this one, because it seems like Ivy doesn't care about Harley like at all. Like isn't even like there to like check in at moments. It's just like these are my bitches. And she's that's on a power it. trip. The mm. past like three episodes, she's been on a power trip. Gotcha. The, Ivy the has the, been right. Yeah, yeah Ivy. The becoming the CEO of the Legion of Doom, and <laughs> yes. now she's like growing. Still, she's learning lessons. And wait, fuck Lex, but that's not making her think. Wait, but I should go back to Harley. She still is up her own flowered ass. <laughs> right. Whereas when bad stuff goes down with the Bat Family. Harley's like, well, at least I get to return to Ivy. Mm-hmm. That's not even in Poison Ivy's head. No. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not even answering Harley's calls anymore. Um, but, I mean, Ivy does have a kick-ass PR team. <laughs> she has a PR team. <laughs> she's got something with them. <laughs> My favorite moment of the John, they've been around all season, but how horny they get when she's like, Yo! okay, no, I need to trick them. <laughs> When she starts saying marketing PR bullshit spam, they get, oh. oh. And she said, finally, we need a step and repeat. And they just would pull their own dicks off and suck them. The way she slowly said, I want to order a step and repeat. They're like, oh, my God. One of them starts humping the table. I was like, oh, my God. That whole sequence. Uh, what What I like about, like, they somebody on this team either used to work in marketing or PR or just their roommate did, but it is all very, if you're even tendentially around, you know how these fucking automatons talk, and they, they got their ass. I think that the voice actor, uh, Paul Dano. It's probably Paul Dano. It's not Paul Dano. It sounded like it was in, in, like inserted in later. <laughs> Paul Dano. Paul da- Dano. Which voice actor? The voice actor, the Johns. Okay, um, Paul Dano. Paul Dano uh, is like plays this kind of character. He's worked on multiple things where he is involved in this behind the scenes sort of uh, agent PR system, and mm-hmm. so I could see him just like taking over with his dialogue. Oh, for sure. But you Ivy, might... Ivy delivered that bullshit perfectly. It's right. so good. Paul Downs. Paul Downs. Oh that shit! Is... Paul Downs from Hacks and from Hacks Rock City, yeah. yes. showrunner and co-star of Hacks and Broad wow. City. Sorry, I said Paul Dano when it's Paul Downs. Fucking execute You're me. You're a moron. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it's time. Insert it later. Paul Downs. <laughs> <laughs> he said it perfectly the first time. Are you guys sad to see the Jonathans um, be dead, uh, killed by tiny little sharks? No. I want I think- all of their fuchsia chocolate same colored bullshit to be gone forever. <laughs> I think we got what we could out of them. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about these sharks being uh, murderous little monsters? Perfect. Great. Love it. I mean, what? who are the sharks, really? Is it the sharks or the PR team, if you're really looking at Hollywood? Oh! Oh! You just made Caitlin turn into one of those horny Jonathans. <laughs> <laughs> the sharks, the sharks, uh, we got another quote because of the sharks that I say often in my life, which is, oh no, 
Oh, no, 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 no. Look at these pups suckling on my cocktail weenies. I forgot what a good dad I am. <laughs> Jim Gordon, I FTW. Thought of you instantly at that line. God, just say fingers, bro. Say one normal thing one time, you perverted slut. Was this the same episode where he left? Where, oh, no, it was the last episode where he was in the cabin and he left his wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just hopped on a ski mobile. He's naked. really winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see a lot of my dad in him. I appreciate him. <laughs> Do Does we... he often say suckling on cocktail weenies? All the Outs- time. I'll just get a call breeze. from him and it's all he leaves on the voicemail. I'm like, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Do we have, um? how much have we interacted with Harley's new team? The Natural Disasters, I think they are. Not the much. Ivy's, Ivy's new team, new team? Yeah, yeah, I not a lot, but in this episode they're fucking great. I yeah. think they're pretty rad. <laughs> the show does a great job of which it's it's not its forte is superhero action, but the three of them working together to yeah. using their powers together to defeat the Johns was great. Mm-hmm. And I love that they each have a pun because there's an Earth one, uh, fire one, and then I'm also not sure. And <laughs> she goes, and now here's <laughs> my thing. My thing. <laughs> It was my favorite because I was like, do the writers also not fully know what she does and kind of just use her how they need and really called it out? Or do we all just let it be? Well, last time they said it was like, she's like, I'll get into the blood of animals. And it's like, what? So now seeing her get the sharks, it makes a little bit more sense that they said that, but also still don't understand. Also, Cassie, not a girl. Oh, thank you. They they say they, or they, they say to Jim Gordon, not all of us are girls. Jim Gordon looks at them the most feminine of all three and is like i don't know what the fuck to do with anything anymore <laughs> does he call them cocktail weenies at that point and then <laughs> says look at you cocktail weenies <laughs> is cocktail weenies gendered nope i don't think so yeah that, that's <laughs> that for everyone fair. Right? that's fair game <laughs> i had a question um there was the end of one episode in the season and it was like supposed to be like a cliffhanger uh we get sepia tones uh, i don't maybe it was security cam of harley walking around Apparently she's sleepwalking. Oh and then yeah! In this one, like, there's what the plant? What's the plant's name? Um, reveals it. JB Smooth. Yeah, JB Smooth. Is this a, a mystery or something? Like, uh, no, it's it. She can't be evil, so she's doing evil shit while she's sleepwalking. I thought mm-hmm. they were gonna reveal that she killed Nightwing, but then they're like, no, the Joker did it. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, but what? do you think the Joker really did it? Yeah, I could see Rum and Joker just taking credit for that. Yeah, because yeah. I do think the natural disasters did it. Mm. to try to um, like prove something to Ivy because Ivy wasn't paying attention to them. Oh, um, that's pretty good. But I was like, the, and the Joker obviously is going to come in and just swoop because no one else is claiming it that he killed Nightwing. Or he Nightwing is the just... Al-Qaeda of fucking <laughs> Harley Quinn universe. <laughs> or Nightwing just died of natural causes. Maybe he like... Big ass. That oh, ass yeah. too big. That ass too big and exploded. Mm-hmm. Or just too much blood goes to it. Yeah. Is that what happens when you get excited? And then his butt heart fills failed. with blood. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't go anywhere blood. else. Well, uh, when he died, Barbara's heart failed too. Oh. So deep. R.I.P. Ryan's really getting philosophical this one. Uh let's go to moments of the week though. Ryan, what do you got? Oh man. Uh it's uh, this is a weak one, but it's really anything Jim Gordon says. He is at the top of his game. And on a very, very funny show, he's always the funniest person. Uh not because I relate. Because I don't relate at all to anything he says or does. That's why it's funny to me, because I have no idea where he's coming from. It's complete opposite. Uh, Mike, what's your moment of the week? Uh, yeah, a specific Jim Gordon one is we talked about the 
he puts the whiskey in the baby shark's mouth, and King Shark goes, is that allowed? He goes, for dads it is. Just <laughs> wrong. And then Ryan kind of hinted at it. Joker says, did someone order a rum and Joker? I'm sorry, I'm rusty. <laughs> Love it. Caitlin? Uh, mine's definitely the PR team uh, with the step and repeat comment. Um, mm-hmm. Just how horny they get over a fucking step and repeat and the fact that Ivy's saying specific keywords. It 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 killed me. <laughs> Which is, that part's not unlike us. Like, the four of us can go for a step and repeat. Oh, love a time. step and repeat. Love a good step I and repeat. Way too many. <laughs> Real quick, Cassie, just a uh, quick throw out to, or uh, shout out to the guy who said, I wish for an ounce of self-respect. And then threw a coin into a fountain only to get eaten by a baby shark. <laughs> That's some fucking classic Harley Quinn right there. <laughs> good. Uh, my moment of the week is just uh, Nightwing being buried um, face down ass up and it shaped around his ass. Just good right out the gate. Uh, Harley Quinn is on Max on Thursdays, I believe. Um, that is all the time we have to talk about Harley Quinn, but you know I got time to talk about a website. And Caitlin, I believe you've been working on just a big old impressive website. Yep, it's all about butts. <laughs> That's why it's so impressive and big. And just like it, just like post pictures of butts. Um, what we pictures of butts on the internet. This has to be a first. What? <laughs> They're all clothed butts. Okay, <laughs> which is which is what makes it niche. Um. And there's a lot of baseball butts on there. There's mm-hmm. obviously some comic butts on there. Um, and it's all the good butts, pictures, and uh, ratings of butts. Mm-hmm. Comic yeah. butts. <laughs> comic <laughs> butts. There's a comma in there. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, the rating system, this is what I was... W- this is key. Um, it just like people add new butts and then it just move up to the rank. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole system. You can like up it, upvote, but you got to pay like $5 in order to like get a vote. Fucking genius. That's how I make my money. So smart. Off the butts. Uh, Caitlin, I saw something on Reddit the other day that yep. maybe you could speak to. Mm-hmm. It was a question. Somebody was just asking the question, why are we so attracted to butts when that's where farts and poop come from? Because <sighs> I'm a nasty hoe. <laughs> are you oh. speaking for all of humanity? <laughs> yeah. Because everyone's yeah. kind of a butt person, right? Yeah. I guess there's people who aren't, but I don't know. Like my wife, for instance, (laughs) could be. (laughs) I'm not friends with those people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, Caitlin, this is, again, an impressive, a big website. Um, Yes. I got to send you over to my friend, cybersprout.net. They handle everything about a website. They offer premium hosting. It's specifically built for WordPress. They'll migrate your website for free. Do you know what that means? I don't, but they'll do it. They work hand in hand with you. They focus on collaboration. They like big old butts. That's cybersprout.net. You're part of the digital world. They cannot also. Uh, Coming up next, it's the pull list. We are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Riverdale. On the penultimate episode of Riverdale. And when I say penultimate, do you guys know what that means? Ever? Yes. For us next week. Second to last. Oh, that means next week we're covering the finale of Riverdale. We're covering we're the finale. All jumping in on that guy. Yeah, it's good. Well, I'm going to try to get you ready right now. Angel Tabitha is back, and it's time to explain the situation of this season to the characters. The murders have been solved. The mysteries of the Cooper family and the Blossom family have been put to bed, and there is nothing left to do but to figure out the fates of these wacky kids from Riverdale, the town with Pep. 
Long ago, former show show panelist Greg predicted that the show was probably just comprised of stories written by Jughead. Taste buds, I ask you this. Do you think this theory proved to be true? Oh, man. I think so. God, yes. I have well, a feeling. I, I can only hope. The answer is probably not. Oh, we, we have one more episode, and the way that this episode ended with Jughead at a typewriter gives me a little bit of hope. But the way that this episode instead ended was Angel Tabitha came back and told Jughead, hey, you guys had different lives, and I have essentially the DVD collection of Riverdale to show you <laughs> if you want to know what your other life was. Wow. And so Jughead watches it, and then they <laughs> offer everyone else in the cast the ability to watch the DVDs of Riverdale in order on a TV, because <laughs> they keep referring themselves as real people or their TV characters, and the TV characters would be the first seven seasons of Riverdale or whatever And was. the real ones are the ones in the 50s? The real ones are the ones in the 50s, just like the comic book. Did Angel Tabitha have to explain what the fuck a DVD was then? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. She just has a magical TV that will show every episode of, of Riverdale 2. Every episode of their lives is something that they keep referring to. There's going to be so many things that do need to be explained to them, though. Like, there was... Oh, it shows Betty. Or Betty says, I'm going to watch. And then it cuts to her in the diner, and she's just on the verge of tears being like, why was it so dark? Uh, <laughs> serial killer Gene? Yeah, <laughs> serial killer Gene. And then after they all watched it, Jughead was like, man, that shit was crazy. We fought a serial killer, our parents, and then looks over at Archie, a bear. And Archie's like, I did, right? That was fucking crazy. But yeah, now everyone decided to watch, but some of yeah. them decided... Uh, I think Veronica asked, hey, a lot of these moments are shitty. Could you just cut it together and and just for the happy moments to be seen? Basically Boo. inventing the clip show. Well. And so a lot of them choose to watch. The, and Jughead says, no, that can't be done. And Angel Tabitha says, actually, it can. And then it cuts to a clip show of all seven seasons of them just partying and hosing each other down at car washes. You. Wow. Who is Allison Tabitha again? Angel Tabitha. Tabitha Al was a character that got brought up. She was the granddaughter of Pop. Pops, yeah. And she was Jughead's oh, girlfriend. Okay. And this okay, version of her. her is an angel. Okay, okay. She's always been an angel. Oh! Yeah. Of course. Right. <laughs> of course, of course. And they, they do a little bit of trying to figure out, like, well, the comet hit this timeline, but is this timeline okay? And is this? And Angel Tabitha's like, don't even think about it, bro. <laughs> don't even <laughs> think about it. She is the comet. <laughs> Honestly, pretty perfect i kind of am very happy with this yeah i i don't know like i was not satisfied because that was going to be impossible at this point sure. but yeah. i was i watched it and i was like this is river daily you yeah. know enough wouldn't it be satisfying if they all turned to look at you and then you were in a mirror in riverdale and then they were all behind you and now you're stuck in riverdale and they're in your house is this labyrinth it's <laughs> it's a little bit labyrinth a little bit labyrinth, a little bit rock and roll. Exactly. Yeah, no, that would have been satisfying for sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> the only next way. Week. And so, <laughs> when it comes time to do the podcast, in my spot at the studio was every character from Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what was your moment of the week? Um, my moment of the week. So we are in this movement. I don't know if you guys have noticed where um, it's just everyone is now gay. I. Uh, Kevin's dad. They walk in on Kevin's dad and Archie's <laughs> uncle. Whoa. And now what? they are gay. 
Um, and I'm digging it. We're going to get to Heartstopper in a little bit, which is like, don't you fucking come around the show unless you're gay as hell. But the, my favorite part, I've been talking about this all season, is that even when they watch the clip show of the TV show Riverdale. Sure. The only times that they would show Archie and Reggie, who have been falling in love all season, is when they were shirtless together, like high-fiving <laughs> and hosing each other down and making it seem like, no, you idiots, they've always been in love this entire time. <laughs> it is our editing. There was probably something on Tumblr or somewhere where people oh, put sure. them together and they're just giving the fans what they want. Yeah, I mean, that's a like big thing of, I think, 10 years ago of who's shipping who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Riverdale's Wednesdays on the CW. You should watch the final episode with us next week. Our next show is My Adventures with Superman. On this week's episode of My Adventures with Superman, Clark asks Lois on a date, and they both decide that it's going to be the best Supermanless date ever. Meanwhile, the god of chaos, Mixie, rips through a portal of time, and the Legion, the League of Lois Lanes, are here to protect the universe. Or the multiverse. The multiverse shows Lois, our Lois, that she's not the smartest Lois, but also that some of the Clarks are bad. Taste buds, I ask you this. Did this episode feel like um, an episode of Dragon Ball Z to you, or is that just me? Do not know is what that means. Is that a dig? What? Whoa. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Time out. Have you guys seen an episode of Dragon Ball Z before, or is this just me? No, I've seen some. My brothers loved it. I thought it was fucking stupid because okay. it's always a half an hour of two guys staring at each other going, I don't know if I could fight. Can I take him? Oh, I'll go a little brighter. They never fucking fight. They always, they, they, the whole episode is fighting. You probably just missed all of it. But that's what, I mean, okay. No, there's whole episodes of talking about fighting, Caitlin. <laughs> there's a bunch of fighting in this episode. You're crazy. So wait, they is Dragon Ball Z just a uh, dirtbag leftist podcast? It's just a lot of screaming and then a lot of hair colors changing and then super Saiyans and stuff. It's cool. Or it's not. But um all right. So no one well, tell us that. tell us what about this episode made you think of Dragon Balls. It was completely Mixie. Mixie is like yeah. a character from Dragon Ball Z. The way that Mixie moves like through all the portals and everywhere like his, oh, even his personality, it's like this is a Dragon Ball Z character that they just ripped from there and threw in My Adventure with Superman. Caitlin, I want to uh, just give some appreciation for you talking all the way through that burp. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what a pro. You did not lose a beat on that one. And that was a, that was a long boy. She just uh, got deeper into it. <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> dug down. <laughs> is that Dragon Ball Z? That's it. That's it. We're just explaining uh, exactly what Dragon Ball Z is. Knowing <laughs> all what? holding on to a burp. And I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to do this every time, Mike. Knowing what Mr. Mixel-Splitalik looks like in the comic books and then seeing him, seeing him in this episode, I knew like, it definitely looked like some anime shit. I didn't know yeah. if it was specifically yeah. Dragon Ball Z. But his personality, this is something that we've talked about with a couple characters in X-Taz. Maybe this is because I'm so much older. But I was so nervous, it was just on this line, of Robin Williams as the genie. Oh, yeah, that he was going to be. Who was that awful guy who hung out with Bishop? Yeah, the X-Taz. guy on the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, but he he didn't quite go there. And Mixie is always annoying. Uh, my one of my favorite Mixies is Tom Lennon on Supergirl. Oh boy! And yeah, the whole point is Mixie is supposed to irritate the protagonists and I think the viewers. What was Tom Lennon's character on Comedy Bang Bang? Oh, Gary. <laughs> Gary was it as annoying <laughs> as Gary? Yeah, it's basically the same guy. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, it was definitely on this line of not pushing it too far, of being right. too annoying. Like this, I mean, My Adventures with Superman, it like, it's like anime. It gives that anime feel, but I feel like this is the farthest we've gone into mm-hmm. like actual anime um, feelings. But For sure. It, that being said, I, I think it's still, I really like this show still. And fucking like uh, normies, like us or me, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. keep pushing us, you know? Like, yeah. There was this some is, things. If- I was going to say baby's first anime. Sorry to cut you off, Ryan, but this is old dude's first anime. It's they, They're holding our hands to be like, no, no, no. There's a whole kind of animation you guys ignored. And, then, and they do it slowly, too. They're like slowly like feeding you anime. Like, here it is. Oh, look, they're going to be jumping around. They're doing something crazy. Um, but then they started collecting monsters with balls. That's the part I'm out. In. Called Pocket Monsters. It was wild. I was a Digimon boy, so what the God fuck is that? damn it, you would be. Fucking you Mike, fucking dude. would be. <laughs> I wasn't. I just know it exists. <gasps> <Jerks>. <laughs> but yeah, that's the uh that's like the Walmart version of Pokemon, right? I think so. Um yeah. we have talked a lot about Lois in this mm-hmm. show. And we talked a lot about the shit that she gets from the internet. I don't know why dudes on the internet would not like this character. I'm not sure what about her or her body parts would give anybody <laughs> on the internet some shit to talk, but I have found her fascinating so far and I think this episode really kicks it up a notch by having her run into an ego wall of destruction of like everything that she had going for or thought she did like she keeps saying in this episode, oh, because I'm the greatest investigative reporter, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone is around to say no. And she so clearly hangs her hat on that, her personality, you know? Like, that's her thing. And to just be told no like that, like, either you got to get better at the thing that you thought you were great at or you have to find a new thing is something but that she's working on this entire episode. What's awesome about that, one, totally nuanced for a cartoon character to have to go through that. Absolutely. Uh, two, she's 23, I think, yeah. in this show. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. When you're 23, you need somebody to slap you in the face and go, you've done nothing. Why would you think you're the best investigative reporter ever? But people like Lois Lane are born 36, and they stay 36 for like 70 years. (laughs) Right. You know? How'd the the date go? Was it... Oh, okay. So at the very beginning of the episode, Clark asks Lois out on a date, and it's very cute. And then... um, they both are doing storyboards of like how they want the date to go. So Clark has like on the ceiling, on the wall and like on the floor, like mapped out his like flying route to take Lois like everywhere and do everything. And he's it, the like, Leslie Nope of the couple. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is okay. like everything marked down to like every 15 minutes. And then we see Lois's area and she has like a similar situation, but she's mapping out. What was she mapping out again? Cause it wasn't, it was a date, wasn't it too? It was. I don't even remember because the episode's so crazy that it wiped away what her board was. Oh, okay, yeah. Her board, it was something similar to, like, the date, but she, like, hadn't gotten ready yet. She, like, forgot what she was doing where Clark was, like, red eyes, like, trying to make sure everything was perfect. And then Mixie comes in and says, Lois has been stolen. Go save her. But she really wasn't. He gets kidnapped by Mixie. She -hmm. gets kidnapped by the Legion of Loises. Yep. And one... uh, what is Jimmy's other name? Jimmy Olsen. One Jimmy type. It's like uh, Jamie Olsen. Jamie Olsen, yeah. Another firebird. Only yeah. some Olsons are firebirds, so mm-hmm. it's very important. Yes. Which and also, all- I think what this show does teach us, because there's a bunch of evil supermen we learn, all these Loises suck. Uh, the other Olsen, only Olsons are pure. 
Yep. Because she does eventually help out the right side. She's not even that pure, though. She's like, okay, because she made one right decision. But That's all it takes. But we do learn that there are some fucked up Loises out there and some really bad Clarks out there. So there's a multiverse, and this episode introduces that. Which only makes sense. Like, out there, there's got to be some bad Ryans and some good Mikes. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> is it too right. early for a multiverse? That's what I was thinking. When it, it popped up, I was like, oh, this is too early for that. But then the way that they do it, they just like touch upon it. It's like, oh, it's not going to happen again. But the reason that this multiverse has happened is because of the portal that one episode with the black mm. hole. They mentioned it very, very quickly. Like, man, I hate whoever opened up that portal, that black hole portal. And it's like, oh, I wonder what who had done that. <laughs> yeah, it I was think- Caitlin. This was a great way to introduce our Lois to green kryptonite. Yeah. So now we, they don't know what it is yet, but they know it hurts him. Uh, and we're not, I, th- I bet we don't see this stuff for another season. Yeah. Do you think we get a stride gum episode? <laughs> of course. <laughs> what? Smallville. It's Smallville. Smallville did that. That's how they introduce another crypt, uh, form of kryptonite is stride gum. Yep. Weird product placement. It's, sure a whole, was. it's a whole episode about it. Yeah. You, you got to watch that. She also, this is the first time I've heard, I don't know if it's just me noticing it, but Lois calls Clark um, Smallville. And I do, I, I, that really hit me in the heart. It's That's bonery. Like, oh. yeah, I, I had a hard, I had a hard on for that. So it was good. Should we <laughs> all just call each other Smallville? What? Do you want Caitlin to act like that all horned up every episode i said should we all call each other smallville but i didn't i guess i didn't think i just thought my friend is happy not my friend's butt is hard because <laughs> my butt gets hard oh <laughs> uh, let's go to moments of the week caitlin what do you got well it has to be when my butt got hard yeah um, when she said smallville <laughs> obviously uh ryan same moment for you of course it's when caitlin's butt got hard uh, <laughs> no uh Another little sitcommy moment, which we've been talking about too. Like this, this show doesn't shy away from doing borderline Gilligan cuts at points. <laughs> but um, uh, Clark is talking to himself before the date, saying like, "This is gonna be the best date ever. There's gonna be mm-hmm. nothing Superman-y. And then mm-hmm. opens the door, and there's Mixie saying, "I'm here to kidnap you," and he just <laughs> shuts the door and walks yeah. away. Like, <laughs> it was if so I, good. If I, if I ignore the problem, it will go away. <laughs> He's been doing that since he was a kid. He's like, nope. And he's like, I'm, well, my name's Clark. I'm not Superman. He's <laughs> good. It was very good. Mike, what's your moment of the week? Uh, Jimmy says to Lois, you met a legion of yourself. And the first thing you did was suspect them of lying. Because she instantly was like, all the Loises are lying. And that is, we got a lot of, uh, I think, insight into Lois's psyche there. Hey, uh, pre-grads, if you're out there and you need somebody to write like a whole fucking essay about, dissertation about, I think there's Lois Lane so far. I mean, include all Lois Lanes, but man, this one has got the juice. I like this one. Uh, my, think, yep. oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go. forgot you were doing these too. Oh, no, I don't have a moment of the week. Oh, okay. I have another one that I want to throw in there. <laughs> Go for it. I'll allow. Okay. Yay! At the very end of the episode, Lois and Clark finally get to have their date. Um, like their tiny little date because it's 930. But of course, Clark knows that uh, Lois likes to go to the coffee shop at 9.30, so they go get a coffee date at 9.30 at night. They're going to be up all night. Cute. <laughs> Did you think that, Mike? You're like, yeah, oh, I was like, oh, they're not going to sleep. And now you got to poop <laughs> if you go home to have sex. <laughs> you guys made mistakes. You got some brown coming out. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. Some, some <laughs> evening brown. Why do you said they have to poop. Why do you have to... <laughs> so, uh, typically, brown. <laughs> typically, poop is the brown that comes out of you <laughs> late at night. Um, I have a question. 
Yeah. Ivy, no, Harley, said something, I think, incredible. Incredibly, like, uh, perceptive about relationships is that uh, Harley loves to go home and listen to Poison Ivy take apart the cardboard boxes that somebody put in the trash can. Uh-huh. Just, she has to tear them down. That's... That's how relationships are divided, right? Some yes. fucking moron piece of shit puts <laughs> giant cardboard boxes in the trash can, and then somebody responsible and smart has to tear them all down. Yeah, who, yes. who's that in this? Clark or Lois? Clark is oh. a tear downer. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel it, like he's got to tear down things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lois uh, for sure throws that whole fucking box in there. Yeah, I guess that's Lois. My Adventures with Superman, our Friday on Max. Our final show of the week is Heartstopper. On season two, episodes four and five of Heartstopper, the kids are in Paris for a school trip filled with all the necessary teen drama. That drama includes Charlie and Nick trying to keep their relationship hidden while being in the most romantic city. Tara is trying to figure out why Darcy will not talk about her feelings. Ben is being a dick to Imogen because he wants to get back with Charlie. And Tao and Elle are still trying to get past being just friends. Taste Buds, I ask you, which bit of teen drama from from these eps were you most invested in and what were you least invested in? Uh, I'll take the second one first, Cassie. You got it. Uh, the eating disorder felt so jammed in there. I don't know mm-hmm. if this has been developing with Charlie for a while, but in this one, the way that it was shot was so, so clear. Um, and they didn't even do the thing where like he touches a croissant and then you see the little butterflies and sparks come out. <laughs> um, but like the way that it was shot, like it was like Charlie takes a fork, brings it up to his mouth, but puts it back down. It's like, dun, dun, dun. It's like, I don't think you guys are putting in the time and effort and thoughtfulness and nuance with this that you do with so many other things that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to remember if this had been building the whole time, but this like this episode, they really... I was trying to figure out what was going on with it because it was so focused on... Like, each time he kept being like, I'm not hungry, and then um, Nick offered him an ice cream, and he was like, but I already ate. And I was like, "Who? what little bitch responds like that? Right? <laughs> the way that he responded... <laughs> Which I is like not the official <laughs> superhero show show. <laughs> <laughs> View of eating disorders. No, not I, eating disorders. It's, it's just turning away an ice cream is really what it is. No, <laughs> like, that that's really what hit me. I was like, what? But I mean, I feel like they sprinkled it in like lightly that Charlie doesn't eat a lot because I, I think Nick has before been like, I got you something or whatever, mm. or like he didn't want to get breakfast. But it's very, very, very lightly where it's not even you notice. But this one was very clear. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. If, if 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 it had been developed before, I missed it. And then for morons like me, they really jacked it up in this episode. Yeah. Um, I feel like Charlie's a naturally thin guy. The actor is naturally yeah. thin. But maybe that's because of not eating. Yeah, they're like teens. So they are all like naturally thin, I feel like, a lot of times. I wasn't, but... <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Mike, I can't tell you, you'd be completely done with Tao. Um, I know you're already at a limit with him, but this one was rough right on even me. for me. Um, he had a little dance across a bridge, and I was, me and Caitlin both were like, Mike would be hating this. We both stared at each other and were like, this Wait, is Wait, Tao was happy? Tao is happy. The only thing worse than Tao upset is Tao happy. <laughs> <laughs> he has his haircut, though. I almost, like, at the very beginning of the episode, I could not figure out who he was yeah, because me too. his hair was cut. Mm-hmm. I was like, who is this guy? And then he said Tao, and I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, like, There's, he looks like a completely different person with his haircut. 
There's moments where L comes to the door while they're changing, and he's wearing underwear, mm-hmm. pants, socks, shoes, just no shirt, and screams bloody murder and covers his nipples up yep. as if like all of the French paparazzi were at the door. <laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> Good shit. As someone who loves to share their torso, I did not understand what he was going through in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad that um, Imogen finally told Ben to fuck off um, yes. oh, yeah. and humiliate, humiliated him um, in front of everybody at the dinner. Like, that's the way to do it, especially when you're a kid. Like, she was like, I feel bad about it. I was like, no, you did so good. He's Cassie, learning. can we talk about this a little bit? Like, she says for a second, I felt a little bit bad about doing it in front of everybody. A little bit bad. Like, she fucking pulled his pants out and spanked his ass red <laughs> mm-hmm. in yeah. front of every person on the trip. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to feel ever feel bad for Ben, and I felt a little bad for Ben. That's crazy because <laughs> he's um, a piece of shit. Listen, I know he's a kid trying to figure some things out, but he has decided to be a full piece of shit, and sometimes this needs to happen. He I also did the classic dude line of like, "Well, if you didn't want to go out with me, that's fine. Didn't have to be a fucking bitch about yeah. it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's and dude one hundred and one right there. But I thought it was crazy because the reaction of everyone else when he said that everyone didn't get on board with it. Even Harry, who is the biggest dick and like has been horrible to everyone, is even defending Nick and uh, Charlie. I don't buy this, though. I think that this is going to turn around and... Harry? There's something here. There's something with Harry. Like, Harry knows or he wants to use it as leverage or he's trying to get, like, Nick on his side so he can get some information. But... I, for right now, I'm believing that Harry is trying to change and he doesn't want to be a dick because, like, all of the other people on the lacrosse team are what, what rugby team? Rugby. Rugby. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not all posh sports are the same, Caitlin. <laughs> it's polo team, whatever the fuck. <laughs> whatever What's the that? fuck team. Was that Harry Potter sport? Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah, they, they might as well all be Quidditch. Fucking <laughs> tea drinking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there was I have a, another question. Um, yeah. w- if if one of you, it turned out that you guys could speak French, I would not blink at all. Wait. And French is an ocean away. French. They are like neighbors <laughs> to, Fran- fr- to France, and Nick can speak French, and they fucking flip out. Like, they well, because cannot he spoke believe it. So it. Good. Because so do it, you hear his normal Scottish ass fucking accent, and then he busts out his <laughs> French, and it's like flawless? Like throw a baguette in that boy's hand. He's French now. Do you think that's so? Is it so good that the actor clearly is fluent and he's like, "Hey, hey, you yeah. gotta put this in." You well, I, put I this think in. so. All of the people in France are like, "Damn, on me, <laughs> <laughs> you speak that shit good." <laughs> I don't know how to talk. Ryan right? thinks it's a whole country full of gambits. <laughs> That craw dad. <laughs> Mon ami. Mon ami. <laughs> but yeah, I would I would look at him and be like, oh, that's weird. I didn't know that. But everyone, like their jaws hit the fucking floor. I don't know. It was kind of the instinct for me. So it was believable for me. Because again, it just came out of nowhere. And then when you're a child, it's like, what? Yeah. Even more. <laughs> Do you know what it is? For you judgmental assholes, it's because he's a jock. And so you uh, yeah, can't yeah. know other languages. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason Charlie's pants are like, well, we know you're gay, but Nick? Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. Nick, that one? He plays rugby. How, when Nick spoke French, how hard did Charlie's butt get? Oh, his, so, his was butt he got super so into hard. It? So hard. His, super he was the it. last to know, and you could watch one cheek 
go up a little <laughs> bit and then bow cheeks. <laughs> Ba-bow! Who I am getting more confused with is Darcy. Um, yeah. I don't remember her being... What, they're throwing a, a lot at this character. A moron. Yeah. Straight up, like, they take time to be like, why can't I see fish in this tunnel? Because it's under, like, it's under the ocean. I was like, no person fucking thinks like this. Did, well, did what's they her, go, we don't have a Joey Triviani? We got sort yeah. of, yeah. But, like, it's not even, like, uh, low on facts. It's emotional moron. Like, what's her girlfriend's name? Uh, Tara. 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 Uh, has said I love you seven times. Yeah. And every time she's like, why are there no fish in this tunnel? <laughs> like, at, at a certain point, if I was her, I was like, all right, this is fucking over. I, like, yeah. I understand she's not mature enough to say I love you, but everyone's mature enough to say I'm not mature enough to say I, I, like, I love you. This chick is fucking dumb. As, as a past Darcy, and I haven't seen this episode, but I once... <laughs> In high school, I would do things in emotional situations like chug maple syrup to not respond to somebody saying I love you. So I get it. Wow. Oh, okay. Question. What type of maple syrup? How thick? IHOP. Oh. Like. Okay. oh, my God. No, no. Cassie, don't. IHOP's a brand, not a flavor. And IHOP, you know IHOP has four different. <laughs> or did you say maple? OG. OG. Okay. The OG one is like so thick at IHOP. Like that's, yes. not, that's not Canadian natural or Vermont uh, syrup. So, goddamn, Mike, you're a fucking monster for that. I'm sorry. You're welcome. And you should you should <laughs> sympathize more with Tao because you're goddamn, just, you're just trying to have sex with a girl who was probably not easy on the eyes, and this is how you handled it. <laughs> Ouch to everybody in this story, <laughs> for everyone. He took down so many people. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you guys feel about the two teachers who are on this trip? Um, so, uh, do they gay, have a right? vibe? Yeah, they got the one is for one, sure. One is for sure. He has a little. He has a little pride flag. Yeah, is that uh, the short guy or Mr. Farouk? Not Farouk, art teacher, art teacher, art teacher. But yeah. that was that's what I was talking about with Kevin Keller and Archie's uncle. Mm-hmm. Is like Heartstopper is uh, Fugbug for gays by gays, like just gay all the way through. But mm-hmm. like these two teachers, I didn't. Now it's everybody at this point. Everybody, this is the world that libs. This want. is the world that the liberal <laughs> tears created. <laughs> How are you feeling about Book Boy? Um, are you I still think? think yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. I, I think that his uh, guy, his crush, mm-hmm. or the guy that's crushing on him, is pushing it hardcore. Like, I would never give a hickey to Charlie. Do you think Isaac thinks I give a hickey to Charlie? Because I would never. Oh, Mike, that was the big, big thing that happened. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you remember high school, but it wasn't the Charlie passing out from an eating disorder. It wasn't uh, Ben being a former, like, you know, uh, homophobic gay basher. It was that uh, Nick gave Charlie a hickey and the <gasps> world can't stop talking about it. Yep. <laughs> French Nightly News is just like, it's their lead story. Also- Let me definitely. Nick being like, I don't even know how to do that. I was like, it's not rocket science. Like, <laughs> what? What? How have you lost this? You take a vacuum cleaner. You figure it out. <laughs> you can learn a lot of things that way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go to moments of the week. Caitlin, what do you got? <laughs> oh, man. We had we didn't talk about it at all, but there was a lot of daddy issues here with um, Nick. Oh yeah, he was trying to meet up with Papa. Papa lives in Paris, aka why he can free- speak French so well. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, but I loved every time they brought up Daddy and that Daddy wasn't there. I don't know why either. But it also got you. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, can, <laughs> Who could figure like, this out? From the second, because we watched two episodes this week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in the beginning of the first episode that we watched, Nick was like, oh, I have a French dad. I was mm-hmm. like, by the end of the second episode, that dad will be ditching him. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. There's no, yes. no way. French yeah. and dad, those are the two mad. worst things you could do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan, what's your moment of the week? I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of Nick. Just no, clearly something's up with Charlie, but he's like, I could freak out about this. I could be a fucking Darcy and just put a bucket on my head and run into a wall and ignore <laughs> it, or I could just gently wrap up a croissant and put it in my backpack for later. And that's what he did. He's a good. He's a good guy. He's just a good guy, despite his Scottish potato head. There's something about the way he threw in the word croissant. Yeah. <laughs> so it was art, honestly. In between his fucking accent and then croissant. <laughs> so good. Uh, my moment of the week is we did talk about it, but when um, Charlie finds out that he does speak French, it's just like back to the feel good high school moments of them. Like it was a cute museum moment where they started like chasing each other and wrestling um it was adorable so that's my moment of the week yeah right before that they're like they're fooling around on the ground and there's a guy that comes out and he's like hey you too and i was thinking this is this is something homophobic for sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it was just like stop being kids having fun you're at a museum Mm -hmm. and then they just they're like go and then they start running and yeah things could be nice for a minute before they inevitably get terrible again mm-hmm. yeah when they go to meet up with dad and realize daddy isn't here <laughs> yeah that's gonna be my mode of the week next week you just fucking wait <laughs> fucking spoiler <laughs> wait can we do trailers for <laughs> moment of the week <laughs> fucking catch it next week bro mine is when isaac starts a what are those flash mob <laughs> <laughs> two yeah. bombs over baghdad oh it's gonna be crazy <laughs> That would be so rad, though, Ryan. Um, <laughs> if it stopper. doesn't do it, piece of shit show. <laughs> now, the worst one we cover. Um, Heartstopper is on Netflix. You should rewatch the episodes with us. That is it for the pull list. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man. Two years after Fox Kids had a hit Saturday morning show with a little cartoon called X-Men the Animated Series, it was time to strike while the iron was hot. While X-Taz was produced by Sabin, Marvel formed Marvel Films Animation in order to produce Spider-Man. Fox ordered 65 episodes of the show, but after the premiere of the first episode, The Night of the Lizard, which was aired as a sneak preview months before the show began, they almost doubled the order. People fucking freaked. If X-Taz was that popular, imagine a show based on a character people had actually heard of. Before they began, John Semper demanded Fox buy him every Spider-Man comic, and he read them all, making S-M-Taz, Smitaz, what are we going to do with this, guys? Smitaz! Smitaz! Making Smitaz a very comic-faithful show. Many episodes are based on comics, and the producers made the decision to make Spidey quippy, which was novel at the time. Although most episodes are based on comic issues, the final two episodes were shockingly original. We'll get to that in the future. Pay special attention, folks, to the CGI in the first few episodes, because eventually that will go away, replaced by cell animation and then reused cell animation. It's nice to know that some things never change. After the 65-episode initial order was up, there was no more money to order more, so the show kind of just ended. 
But over the years, the show has inspired multiple comic books, video games, movies, and kicked off essentially a 30-year run of rarely there being a time without a Spidey cartoon, including Spider-Man Unlimited, The Spectacular Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, and Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Five seasons, 65 episodes, several awards, probably, and it all begins now. Welcome to Spider-Mania, bitch, the show within a show covering the seminal and underrated Saturday morning soap opera of the mid-90s, Spider-Man the Animated Series. When our first episode picks up, we are rocking and rolling through a theme song written by none other than Joe Perry from Aerosmith. What? (laughs) I did not know that part. I did want to talk about the intro because obviously X-Taz has the best banger. I did not know this was written by Aerosmith. Um... How do you guys feel about this intro? This is heavier than any of their pussy ballad rock bullshit <laughs> did normally. So I'm glad he got to cut loose a little. Yeah, I'm sure everyone in his family was glad that he finally got to cut loose writing the theme song to Spider-Man the Animated <laughs> Series. <laughs> and did he also do the robotic voice that Spider-Man, Spider-Man, radioactive Spider-Man. It's, I needed the subtitles, but it's Spider-Blood. What? Oh. Yeah, Spider Blood, Spider Blood, which I saw That's on the screen. Way like, cooler. Yeah, radioactive Spider Blood. That's right. Oh. And it's metal as shit. Yeah. It also like instantly gets you hyped because it's just a bunch of like epic scenes that are gonna come and mm-hmm. you're like, fuck, this Spider Man's gonna pop off. And you got all like all the famous people, like, ah, I know that guy. Oh yeah, it's the one. <laughs> oh, there's that guy too, I know him. But even a couple that I wouldn't expect, I think Punisher and Morbius. Did I see some Morbius in there? Probably oh, Hydro Man. Hydro Man, classic. I do think this cartoon is the reason I thought Hydro Man was a much bigger deal in the Spider-Man canon than he actually <laughs> is. <laughs> That's why my wife loves Livewire. She thinks that Livewire is the biggest comic book villain because she saw one episode of Justice League Unlimited one time. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get past the intro, we do we are introduced to this Spider-Man. He's just hanging out um, above New York City, and he's instantly just complaining right off the bit, like yeah. right out the gate. I was like, okay, this is a different Spider-Man than I expected. Is it different than every other Spider-Man ever, though? It, does, it doesn't. This guy just love to bitch. Yeah, Spider-Man's yeah. a little whiner. Yeah, he's like. I just didn't know, like, this level of bitch. Like, there's levels of bitch, and this one, I guess, does have to be the blueprint, so we'll be the bitchiest. Every writer of any new Spider-Man, whether it's a new run on a comic book or anything multimedia, you have, that's your decision, right? Is how, what level of bitch will this yeah. man be? You have a bitch knob and a quip knob. <laughs> and you're just spinning these dials to see. You also, find the right balance. Will this be a 40-year-old man that looks 16 or an 18-year-old <laughs> man that looks 45? Sometimes, I, like when that's he's... this one, right? He, yes. He's, I think, in college, but he looks so old. So old. <laughs> and also when he's just Peter, his shoulders, like he has full like linebacker shoulder pads on. Like this <laughs> motherfucker built when he's just Peter. When he's Peter, or when he's Spider-Man, uh, five foot four, lithe, you know, yeah. agile. Yeah. When he's Peter, yeah, just built like a fucking brick house <laughs> full brick house <laughs> um so we do get to see him and then he gets uh we immediately go down into the sewers or the subway and we get introduced to two um two mario metro- and luigi yeah Real new yorkers <laughs> your stereotypical um metro employee and one guy who used to be a tv exec and uh-huh. i was like okay we're doing deep character work on everybody we meet and i'm here for it no we're doing digs 
Yeah. We're like insulting our bosses. Oh, you're a TV exec. You belong in the sewers, you piece of shit. <laughs> well, isn't that a compliment? Because, Ryan, the sewers, it's warm in the winter, cool in the summer. There's no office politics. <laughs> it's got it all down there. Uh, While the other person with a mustache uh, is just mainlining pizza and <laughs> pepperoni and just screaming Mamma Mia at the top of his lungs. I love him. Um, and that's he, unfortunately, does get got by this lizard guy who yep. um, appears in the sewers and he takes the one with the most knowledge, which obviously is him. Um, and he is him. He is, he is him. He takes he takes the the guy who's been there because there's another guy a trainee. The trainee runs up to his van and is driving around erratically. And Spider Man, I guess he's not quite he doesn't fight super villains yet. He stops bad traffic because mm-hmm. he goes down to help this van out. Yeah, and like, did he grab the steering wheel to drive the car? Is did I, I think see Jesus that, took or? the steering wheel? <laughs> it, it does seem like Spider Man is the reason it went through cement and went right into the water. <laughs> yes. Hey, he's not great at his job. No, he's not great at his job, and he doesn't really have any empathy either. Like he, like that's what's really lacking from this Spider Man is like. Well, he's so bitchy. He hates. He's, he's like victim blaming. Yes, <laughs> this, he, he's like this guy is clearly on drugs. Yeah, yeah, bud, you're seeing red eyes. Like what? And you then, have powers, bitch. Yeah. What are you doing? And then being immediately like, make sure they don't blame me for this one. I was like, what a little bitch. I don't even <laughs> want to root for this guy. Sucks. I think I think we've all been on the internet for too long, and this is how he is striking us as just an internet commenter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, somebody else who kind is of probably lord probably good at their job, unless you guys tell me otherwise, are the CGI artists of doing <laughs> Spider Man uh, going down the street. I'm so excited you said that goes away soon. <laughs> yeah. It it really like I had to go back because I was like, how'd they even like switch the whole feel to this? Why did we get a whole different thing for this one scene? And there uh, were shows at that time where, like, if you saw a spaceship fly away, like, I think Futurama would do this. Um, mm-hmm. Certain shows of just having one certain thing. But this was, it was jarring. The, yeah. I, don't be jarring, I think, is my only thing. It would it'd be, like, 90s cartoon, and suddenly we are, the game missed, missed level graphics of going down an alleyway. Mystical? Yeah. Mystical. That, we'll get that, to that later. That would be mystical. Nope, didn't didn't land that one. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, we then cut to actual Peter. We get introduced to him um, at his job. We get his boss who wants the photos. We get everybody right here. J. You guys. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> who? Let's say them say them names, Cassie. It's the first time we're meeting these people. You know J- I don't know them. <laughs> J. Cubed. If you're nasty, um, <laughs> J. Cubed. I believe is voiced by Ed Asner. Sure. Who you guys, I'm sure, remember as the newspaper person from the show Mary Tyler Moore, but was also the old man from Up. Wow. And the elf's dad and elf. Oh. Elf's dad and okay. elf. There we go. That's, okay. I knew that would get them. <laughs> You're so Not much blue. better at speaking Cassie and Caitlin than I am. Um, well, I listen, Ryan. What? When uh, it's a close-up on Peter Parker... There's a new TikTok filter where if you want to look stupid and say something stupid, there's a filter that will lower one eye to like your cheek until so your eyes will be very off. That's what he looked like every time there was a close-up up on him. It, it basically, Quasimodo is how well, he Well, the spider drawn. bite got him. That's what the Spider-Man did. Is it, drooped an, it gave him powers, drooped an eye. <laughs> uh, so we, we meet his droopy eye. We meet J. Jonah Jameson. We meet, uh, I believe his name is Robert Robbie Robertson. Yeah. Is J. Jonah Jameson's second in command? 
He likes Peter. And then we meet early, and this might be the first time in the Spider Canon introduced this early, Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. Who's just a whiny piece of shit. They- Who's a bigger footballer, whinier piece of shit than Peter. He, yeah, he's a, he's another big boy. They just they just want to make sure boys are always big in this thing. Um, but J. Joe Manjinison, yeah. the way that he is so much on Peter's side and is like, oh, Eddie's like a piece of shit. What kind of J. Joe Manjinison is this? I've always thought that he's like hated on Peter and like you got to do better. Well, and, like He's the kind of bad boss who will... He There's always somebody he hates more and so now he'll be on your side if the guy he hates even more is in the room. I hope through the entire 65 episodes, Caitlin, you say his name different every single time. <laughs> like, what? Oh, Jacob Jingleheimer. <laughs> what is with K. Joner Jing? Um, but yeah, uh, you know, we're doing different things. Ed Asner's here, so he probably has some creative control. Yeah. And he's like, I, I have a softer edge to my boy Peter. Peter's, he's, he gets those photos of Spider-Man, J. Jonah Jameson, he only wants one thanks people. <laughs> he wants them photos. He needs a photo of this lizard guy, so he puts out a competition. Um, there's a bonus on the line. It's a thousand bucks. So Wait, hold on. Cassie, shut the fuck up. That is how much Aunt May owes on her bill that she's <laughs> holding in her <laughs> hand. It's the exact amount. Yeah, we get we get Peter. He has a little monologue of like, think of all the things I can get, and then we meet Aunt May, who is um, an aunt. Um, finally, this oh, is so you mean no like Marissa Tomei, hot ass. Aunt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were you more confused because like you're like she should be fuckable? What's going on with this old lady? <laughs> yeah, uh, I do her. <laughs> would I think as the kids say? Yeah, would It'd be a little bit of a December Aunt May relationship if you know what I mean. <laughs> that is the best Spider Man pun we've had. <laughs> But uh, we meet her. She's struggling financially, and he's like, "You know what? I've been a piece of shit." Um, he, she's like guy, my mom. He looks in the mirror and he's like, "You thought about a moped, you piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> garbage. A you wanted a moped? a bucket of chicken from KFC, you dirty <laughs> dirtbag slut." He really like he's a little bitch, but he's also like he knows it, and he really digs in on himself so many times. And I'm like, "This is where you're kind of realistic. This is like yeah, that New York wh- energy." Which of those two things that Cassie just said are more annoying? We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, after we meet Aunt May, um, what goes down? He goes into the sewer because now he's like, well, now I really need that grant. So he starts looking for the lizard in the sewer. And this is the line. This is the line of the episode that Ryan hinted at where he goes, come on, a lizard man in the sewer. That's probably a myth. Some time goes by. And then what does he say, Ryan? He sees a big lizard footprint, and he's like, uh-oh, looks like I was myth-taken. Personality. None of the Peter Parker quips hit me at all. Okay, Caitlin, do you want me and Mike to go through the exact same thing we just did? Because maybe it'll hit you that second time. Yeah, that was golden. They nailed it. Just hit it one more time. Um, he does have a photo of this footprint now, so he's got to take it to um, his professor that he knows who's into like lizards and shit. Um, uh, I know a pervy freak who's into lizards and shit. <laughs> he's into genes and lizards. Um, I know the exact guy. Let me go to him. Dr. Kirk Connors. Um, Doc, Doc Connor. Um, so they go there, and he immediately senses that um, something's off, and I don't know if it's because there's a bunch of thrashing and shit breaking in the, his office, but something tips him off on that. Don't forget, Did, he is not alone. There is Barbara Whitman with him. Yeah, this little blonde chick. What did you guys think about her? Who has the hots for Peter? Who is she? Terribly it's, written, the most basic shit thrown out there. Yeah. It's well, so no, crazy, because... 
Ryan, go. Her character's well-developed. Uh, may I add? <laughs> yeah, she is. She wears glasses. Uh-huh. So, smart, uh, nerdish. Peter describes her as the little sister I never wanted, but she's just panting after him. So what Pornhub shit has he been watching? Because this is not the normal little sister behavior. There was just also, some weird shit going on right here. She also, uh, and I do think that this was not intentional, but if you look at the art, she has the longest mullet of all time. I think that they wanted to just have her have, her have normal the hair, 90s. but they didn't know how to draw it. So she has basically a flat top up top, and then to her butt, like the party in the back goes to her butt. <laughs> Which is she my loves girl. the theme song. But guys, when this show, when she takes off that ponytail and takes off her glasses, she's gonna be so hot. And it's just yeah. crossed eyes and a throwy <laughs> mullet. <laughs> glasses off, hair down, hair down, glasses on. There's still light coming from the door. <laughs> can I can I ask you guys a question that I probably should have asked a long time ago? After all the comic books I've read and the movies I've seen, it's Spider Man. Oh, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Um, we get a fun little flashback <laughs> of the doctor doing uh, fucked up little experiments on animals with Parker, uh, Peter, as Peter. he's also known. <laughs> Parker, Peter. Peter. It's, his name is Peter. <laughs> it's Mr. Peter. Um, Mr. Peter. Oh, Parker, comma, Peter. <laughs> yeah, I'm really focusing on the comments today. Um, but we do see that he got s- this. He did figure out how to make limbs grow back using lizard genes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very important to know. Uh, and then we just get them fighting. Do you know? Like, is this like, is this, am I a Dr. Kirk Connors? Cause I always am saying, do you want to see the lizard in my jeans? Is that what the issue yeah. is? That's why we're like classic Dr. Kirk Connors saying and that's okay. So that's why I keep getting called Dr. Kirk Connors. <laughs> yeah, I see. That's why. Uh, so after that flashback, Spider-Man's like, oh shit. This guy's after Kirk Connors, and he goes to the house, and this is where uh, he sees the the boy being like, "Where's my daddy?" And but when the illusion shows up, he gives this tricycle the biggest boot across. Mm-hmm. You know, some Kirk Connors is still in there because he's like, "My piece of shit kid left his piece of shit toys out of the lawn again. I'm kicking it across the lawn." I swear, this is the biggest Chekhov's tricycle in the history of Chekhov's because <laughs> he picks it up, he waves it around. He threatens to throw it. It finally gets thrown. It causes way more damage to both the building and Spider-Man than any tri- any pink, <laughs> tiny tricycle ever should. And that's when the kid says, no, daddy, stop. Yeah. Before the he's Spider-Man. And we go, oh, shit. That's correct. And the mom goes, yes. Yes, that was Kurt. <laughs> that was my husband. Uh yeah, we get this little this little fight between them. Um, and then while they're talking, um, Lizard Daddy does take the wife down into the sewers. Oh, yeah. He wants a lizard mommy. With a couple of screams. Did you guys hear Mrs. Connor scream in this episode? Yeah. Is she related to Wilhelm? Every time anyone goes around her, it's blood curdling. <laughs> She's just very <laughs> jumpy. The Yeah, and a very intense scream for something that she knows is her husband like, right. taking her somewhere. It's <laughs> like... You would think she's getting murdered. Well, it still looks like that. Every True. step down the ladder to the sewer, she just screams as if it was the first step. <laughs> um, did, so, did, pe- as this is happening, Eddie Brock is like, uh, he figures it out. He's like, Kirk, because everybody's screaming, Kirk yep. Connors is a loser. That's mm-hmm. what the, the story will be. Uh, we know he's going to be a villain, but right now he's just kind of a dickhead. Yeah. Spider Man webs him up 
like he's a criminal, that yes. he's going to be up there for hours. Yeah. Uh, just so he can't write the article. Spider-Man's kind of a prick here, right? Oh, Spider-Man's such a fucking dick. Like, a, <laughs> like everything he does in this episode, it's like, I do not like this Spider-Man. Like, I, I'm team Eddie Brock at this point. Fucking bring on Whoa, the okay, let's not let's not say things we can't take back, Caitlin. We can say one, something is wrong with one guy without having to be team the other guy. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's not how I work. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, Caitlin's t-shirt says Brock and Roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's pretty boss. Um, but then Peter does the responsible thing. He gives the kid off to a neighbor so it could be babysat. Um, and then goes <laughs> down into the sewers. <laughs> to see what's going on and we find out then that um mr mr lizard uh what's his name daddy lizard connor kurt connor it's daddy lizard daddy lizard bdl um, big daddy lizard big old daddy lizard is like hey hey boo it's time for you to be a lizard as well um i just need your hands to get on this machine real quick um it's gonna be totally fine and then she's like, that's crazy. And he's like, you know what's even crazier? Uh, what if everybody was a lizard? Because um, it's <laughs> going to be the best thing. Um, I'm going to make a whole new species. We're going to be great. And then she's like, do you not remember the fucked up hands thing? You're an idiot. Uh, no, no. Calm down. Because you said it great, Cassie. But it's the best fucking retort Margaret gives him. She says, if you're so much better, then why do you need my hands? <laughs> and he does not like that. And he's that looking down at his little T-Rexies. <laughs> only like, a spouse can cut that deep. Also, he wants to shoot everybody up with something unbeknownst to everyone, right? That makes them yeah. be able to like heal everything, regrow limbs. I don't know if they become lizard people, but... They will. <laughs> they, they will. Eventually, they will. Um, but he thinks he's doing them a service. He's just He can't tell them about it yet. Yeah. And is the ultimate real-life plan of this... Where, like, I want to do everybody a service. I just, I'm not going to tell them. When you two put their album on everybody's phones and didn't <laughs> ask anyone, are they the Spider-Man villains of our world? Or when Dr. Anthony, if that is his real name, Fauci, put the nanobites <laughs> into the air for the COVID vaccine? Oh, by the way, Mike, I did not ask for Microsoft microchips to be put into my body, and yet Dr. <laughs> Fauci single-handedly put them in there. Oh, I asked him to give you double. And now, anytime I walk around anything metal, I get sucked to it. Good. And I just kiss That's it. the whole point. That was the whole point. That was the whole point, is to make me magnetic. I mean, to yeah. answer your question, I do think the U2 thing was much more fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's some bangers on that album. I, You're insane. I every just don't want to be forced to hear them. Every time, it's still on my fucking Apple thing, and I can't get rid of it. You literally can't delete it. It's like a fucking yeah, virus. Oh, yeah. That's on Anytime you. Anytime I go in my car, it just starts playing <laughs> one does. of the songs. And then eventually, for some reason, I'll only delete one song at a time. So I get really sick of seven seconds of each U2 song at a time. It lets you Santa, delete them? <laughs> I know the exact song you're talking about. I know. Because you're a real one. Because <laughs> it fucking plays all the time on my car, too. Uh, <laughs> we do have, um, while this is all fighting, um, Spider-Man's like, I'm going to have to get down there and break this up. But first, let me set up my camera because I do got to get that shot real yeah. quick. <laughs> um, and then he goes down, tries to break up the fight. He steals the little machine. Um, they go into the water and he's like, there's one way to fix this. I got to shoot the dude with his own machine again. Uh, luckily this does work it does turn him back into a human and everything is all good but he also gets into the water with him and there's only th one thing that can fix this episode and there's like a passionate spidey monologue throughout all of this where yeah. they're like mm -hmm. they're like dance swimming and he's like should i do this is this for real is this the man i used to know <laughs> is, 
is he the man and, and am I the lizard? We'll never know. And what that if we was, were all lizards? Pretty That right. was trying out some shit that I did not see coming. Um, I wasn't into it. It's more of this Spider-Man's BS, but maybe it'll grow on me. For right now, it is um, a lot to deal with. But um, at this point, you know, everything is all good. He's human. He's um, past one to turn everybody into a lizard. And we cut to the next day, I believe. And uh, this is when um, Brock. Eddie Rock. Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock is like taking his boss to um, Doc Connors or Daddy Lizard's house. And he's like, I'm going to show you um, this doc is the lizard. I got the biggest scoop for you. And um, he opens the door and it's just a human guy. With one hand, by the way. The experiment didn't even <laughs> let him keep his hand. Yeah, pretty fucked up. Um, and then we cut to Aunt May uh, and Peter giving her a fat stack of money. And he's like, watch, pay your bills. This is how I do. And she's like, how'd you do and he this? Does this? The strip club thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, how'd you do this? And he's like, look, I got this rad photo. And she was like, does that mean you went down into the sewers and you're a nasty boy? And um, <laughs> that's you need, how a, you need a sponge bath. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always have to take it here, Cassie? <laughs> yeah, Cassie, you're gross. Yeah, it's always me. Um, but the the show ends with just Aunt May um, helping him out on a sweet little note. And yeah, it's. It, uh, I hope we always end on this note of like Aunt May is about to out him. Yeah, right. But she doesn't know. He just went. Oh yeah, because she's like that bastard Spider Man. <laughs> Watch out for him, that nasty boy. <laughs> uh, I bet he's how- Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Aunt May! I know you're from Queens, but come on, and you're old. <laughs> how how hard was it for you guys to not hit play on the next episode? That was very easy for me, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, same again. <laughs> oh, no, it was good. It was funny. I I enjoyed watching it. I I do think like a lot of my worries weren't there as far as like is this going to give us enough like uh, that right. X has did. There was a lot here, you know? Yeah. Uh, none of us like Peter Parker. That's going to be a big deal. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> He's uh, all essentially our gambit. Um, looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that I'm excited to watch all of the corny stuff, but I had two in a row, man. That's crazy. That's whew, that's crazy. You if, had COVID, if remember, so. If I remember correctly, Caitlin and Cassie, you've never seen this before, right? I have seen episodes of it, especially hearing that fucking intro i was like oh i've been here before flashback yeah i i've definitely seen it it's just been so long that i i don't remember it but i mean at some point i did watch it ryan what was your history with it if i've seen episodes of this which is maybe one or two it's been since disney plus got it like okay it's been within the last five years or whatever okay so i housed it as a kid had not seen a second of it and then the first time i got covid Guys, right now I'm a number three. The first time I got COVID, uh, I went. My wife was out of town, and I watched two and a half seasons in a week. I think. Wow. And so, let's say I'm pretty familiar for a while with this, wow. and I fucking love this show. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we, I didn't know we had an expert. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. Uh, now's the point where big man we- coming through on <laughs> campus. I've seen it multiple Look times. Look at this guy. <laughs> I know Spider Man. Um. Now, at this point, we normally go to awards, but we have not figured out our awards for this season because it is a whole new show. Um, I now propose that we each pitch some ideas for an award to go. Ryan, I would like you to start this off, please. Um, do you want to go through our old ones? Like, Do you want to see if any of those work first? We could do that. I like that. Um, we had most 90s thing for X-Taz. The- 
a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I think Gotta that one absolutely that. works. Um, we had best gasp line, which I don't know how much of a gasp we'll get. Yeah, in it's these. not a soap can, opera. Yeah. Can I replace a one to one because this is still a line? So to replace gasp line is uh, best web zinger. <laughs> is that like a, like a web pun? slinger? It quip. is a web zinger. Yes, it's a quipper gotcha. pun. For this one, it would be it's probably a myth. Looks like I was myth taken. Okay. I okay. I wrote down quip, but there's no way that my brain could have come up with web zinger. Yeah, he fucking nailed it. Look at this genius again. He's seen multiple episodes. <laughs> he's seen multiple covids. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is dying. <laughs> it's dying in the right way though, so that's good. Um, we had best use of power. For Extaz, which I feel uh, like for this one we can use, um, I have the Webby Award or Best Use of Web. Ooh. Ooh best Use Webbies. of Web. I'm worried that there will be episodes where all he does is go from building to building. Yeah. yeah, or just like tie up a person. Like it doesn't seem like he gets too creative with his web. So I, don't I feel know. like having like a Webby Award, but it could be like gadgets or web based. Sure, because in this first episode we see his little Spider-Man flashlight that he yes. shines down yeah. on the yes. floor. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dick light? Yep. <laughs> you mean the flashlight? The, spider, the Spidey flashlight? Yeah. Spider-Man uh, branded one. They sell little Toys R Us. What, what about this? What about move? move? And so that move could be like a duck. It could be a fighting move, but it could also be a power. It could include all characters. You know, because every episode presumably has a different villain. So it could be a power. It's just like some action move. Okay. The Kung Fu Grip Award. The Kung Fu Grip Award. Also, I think these awards should be called the Webbies. Yeah. Okay, it's still Webby. Still Webby. These are the, the, all of these awards. Oh, they're all now Webbies. It's time for the Webbies. It's time for the Webbies. The Webbies. Okay. Love it. Love it. And this one, we're doing action move? Fight move? Kung Fu Grip means, yeah, action move. All right. Okay. But I'll what if it. that's like uh, Peter sitting next to Mary Jane and he does the uh, stretch? Oh yeah. And then is Just that a elbows move? are right in the temple? <laughs> that would be the one. <laughs> um, and then with X Taz, we had Bessie's power. It was um, MVP and LVP. I don't think we can do that. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Because there's not so like we, a full team. We got. It's not a team, right? We got bitch ass Peter Parker. Um, biggest do, do bitch. We, do we want like best best non Peter? Like who's the best side character that we see? We could do that. Best side piece. Uh, one of them that I came up with is, is uh, New York is a character. Okay. And just the yeah. New York in this moment of the entire episode. Yes. Yeah, I have most New York thing is something. Ooh. Yeah, so it's got to be. The I'm walking here. The I'm walking here, of course. <laughs> I'm walking here. The walking award. Um, I do. Do we want to do anything with like the animation? Because that was something that was entertaining with Extaz, but I don't know if there's a moment that will always stand out. You said like... Like this one, it would be um, the ch- the car chase, but then we'd all have the same one. And I don't know. You said that goes away, so I don't know if this is. We could do standout animation. So Mike could pick how standout the CGI was terrible, and then you could pick out how standout the something good happened. <laughs> how his Pretend one eye drooped. Happened. <laughs> yeah. I had this one. I don't know if you guys would need this, but uh, I have note that we d- have no idea what it means. So when you're looking over your notes in the for the segment and there's just a bunch of gibberish, <laughs> yes. you, just, you don't know what the fuck that is. I yeah. love that. That is the That's most the real award. <laughs> That's perfect. This is, 
This says double turkey sandwich. Guys, can you explain that to me? <laughs> Does anybody remember this? <laughs> uh, for mine, it, I have a note that says, and this is hyphens in between every syllable, is Margaret after he turns around and hurts her. What? Not enough, not enough context. <laughs> we need some context, Pass Mike. <laughs> Uh, I have, uh, I have. He had a son? Question mark. And talking about this, I realized that there was a point where Lizard was like, "Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take up this. I'm gonna go this. Wife, I need you to use your little handies. I'm gonna do this." And then she's like, "But what about her son?" He's like, uh, "I forgot. I had a son. <laughs> I left him on the land." <laughs> Would that be the gasp moment? <laughs> I guess. Um, does anybody have any other award ideas? I tapped all mine. The, the, I guess, like, the wider world of Marvel. Because here, he name-drops the Fantastic Four, Avengers, Defenders, and Hulk all yeah. in one breath. Okay, so I've talked some uh, nice things on my wife. I will talk some smack now. She watched this, and she was like, wait, he referenced Fantastic Four and Avengers. So, like, it's almost like Marvel's always been doing this, like, it's all in the same <laughs> world. It's like, bitch, it's like <laughs> 1962. <laughs> Since 1962, we've been doing this. <laughs> Um, as of right now, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of these guys. Do we want to work this baddie down? Yeah, uh, let's whittle it down a little. Best right. theme song. Okay, Always excess. Always excess. <laughs> Ouch. Um, uh, we got most nineties thing. Uh, best web singer. Yeah. Kung Fu Grip. Yeah. I'm walking here. Yeah. Standout animation. Okay, we have no. I have no idea what it means. Absolutely has to stay. Uh, that's that's gonna be the hard one. Yeah, keep going. Um, and then Marvel reference. I forgot our fun little name for it, but oh, cut, cut Marvel. We could have six if somebody wants to fight for animation. I don't want to fight for animation. I don't want to fight for animation. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, were you saying, no, I had no idea what it means, would be hard to do every week? Or? Yeah, cause I think that, I mean, mm. it, depending on how you guys take notes. If you take notes like me, then it'll be easy, but I don't know if everybody does. On a fucking notepad? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. Um, it might be one that not everyone has every week, but I do think yeah. it's a fun one. Yeah. Somebody will have every okay. week. Yeah. Does anyone have it? Yeah. Kind of one. Okay, yeah. so now we have it to five. We feel good about our webbies being these? Yeah. Hoif. Hell freaking yeah. All right. So next week, we would, when we cover um, Spider-Man, we will go through the awards. These will be our awards. That is it for this episode, though, um, which means it's I'm time- excited, guys. And we got a little bit of a year, a little bit more than a year to do this. Oh, yeah. How many episodes are there? 65. Hell yeah. Damn. We're in it. Um, that is it for this episode, though, which means it's time to close this up. Ryan, can you please tell me about um, another show on the network? Sure. Movie of the Year is now officially going through 1973. Uh, we have done so many movies so far, but we have so many more to go. And so we will do that as soon as possible. So uh, make sure that you're searching for a movie of the year. Uh, your new favorite podcast, your new second favorite podcast to Superhero Show Show. And um, Mike, I, I'm still trying to get a grasp on websites. I don't know what they are. Can you please help me out? A website? It's just like 
First, you need to know what HTML is, Cassie. Oh, and so fuck. it builds up, and it's just a it's just a, a locus of where you can go. No, you know what? Fuck that. I'll just tell you some good ones to go to. Popfilter.co. It's where you can go to get all the cool things we make. Uh, throw a little slash Amazon on there. That's where you shop now. Those are the websites. Deuces, I'm out. <laughs> and that's a wrap on Mike. Everybody clap it out. All right, um, Damien. We have social media as mm-hmm. well. Uh, Caitlin, can you please tell me about that? Your pop filter on Instagram. Love it. And all of you cool people on Blue Ski, find us. Find Do <laughs> Just it. find us. Get find a code. It. Do it. Be yep. it. Uh, we Ma- also got... Mastodon. If you're a Mastodon, you can't use social media. Like, you're a giant <laughs> hairy elephant, and we can't help Dead. you. Um, can they use email, though, Ryan? Mastodons? I doubt it, dude. Their hands are giant. But, like... What if they Can get on a really big keyboard? Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah. Tell us about that. All right. Cool. Then there's an email uh, contact at popfilter.co. Um, that's where the Mastodons can go and send us some emails. <laughs> Next week, you guys, we got a big, an episode, a big episode. Um, it's because we're going to be saying goodbye to Riverdale for reals. The final one. Um, a final goodbye. And we're going to be talking to Yo, Spencer Smythe. Nope. Seeing no. <laughs> what does it I mean, say? You can Cassie? try to talk to him. <laughs> I'll try to talk to him. Um, but there's gonna be we're gonna see Spencer Smythe and the Spider Slayers um, when we talk about Spider Man. I can only assume. Favorite uh, new wave band. <laughs> that is it for Mike. I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin, I'm me. And for me, I'm me. Bye, everyone. Bye.